0: Listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, Episode 220. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the relatively calm
1: today, yes.
0: John Brownstone. Uh-huh. I mean, to say that you're always calm, calmer, calmer. You're yeah. pretty much always calm. Yeah, you're not overly caffeinated. No, you're not in this current second overly stressed. No, we're gonna go with it calm i'm good this week we're talking about a john brownstone specialty Woo-hoo. mind fucks welcome to the loving bdsm podcast if this is your first time listening glad to have you if you're back for another week welcome back loving bdsm is produced every friday for your kinky pleasure and education and show notes are found at loving come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app if you love what you hear we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us you can follow the show on Twitter at on Fet life at Loving BDSM PC on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate Loving DS and the number one Loving DS One or on YouTube at youtube.com/loving BDSM where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Big shout out as always to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you, we love you, we thank you for your support. If you'd like access to more content, to more us, to sneak peeks, to a Discord server, and just the stuff that we do, you can become one of our proud crickets and kinky patrons for as little as $2 per month. Head to patreon.com slash lords That's patreon.com slash Lords or use the link in the show notes. Okay, can I drive with the mouse now? I'll get yes. my screen up. Okay, so... We feel like we have a really exciting, fun uh, episode for this week on MindFucks. Um, We have discussed MindFucks in uh, the past in multiple episodes um, as different parts of Kinky Play, as mindset, as this, as that, but we want it to have its own standalone conversation. Um, But before we get into that, um, we both agree that the current moment we're living in, um, can't really just sort of be ignored. Um, so in case anybody wondered, um, while many creators this week of different sorts, podcasters, YouTube, people, bloggers, um, are taking a break and not saying anything. We chose not to do that. Um, we wanted to continue to be a place of community for the entire kink community. Um, and we wanted to be able to provide distraction to those who need the distraction. But before we can do that and do that in good conscience Mm -hmm. and good faith, we want to just say a few things. Um, One, Black Lives Matter. Uh, We stand um, together with not just protesters Um, everybody fighting racism, police brutality, systemic racism. Um, I'm really not interested for any of the, but all lives matter. Well, no fucking shit, but anybody who's looking at the news can see what is happening to black people disproportionately. And, um, that's, that is so wrong on every level. I think, I think we know Mm -hmm. that. Um, So we've done an entire episode on how we want to be an inclusive space, even as we have plenty to learn, even as there are ways we can always do better. We know that, we are actively working on that in our personal lives. Um, I have not exactly tweeted a lot, which has been what a lot of people I know, that they have done, that that feels right to them. My thing is to get really quiet and to just pay attention and to read and to learn and to listen to the people who actually know, because I don't know, I've got all the white privilege, thank you. So I can't possibly know. Um, We were feeling kind of helpless, like what are we supposed to do? What should we do? And the thing that we did that felt meaningful to us, other than to make it very clear right here, right now, where we stand on this issue, uh, we did donate. Um, I kind of a little bit, uh, anxious because I couldn't figure out who to donate to because there are so many worthy causes and it's like, I can't donate to all of them. Um, in the description box, if you're watching on YouTube, in the show notes page, if you are listening on the podcast, uh, we did link to, uh, where we donated. Mm -hmm. The link was provided by Crooked Media, who is a political media company, podcast, network, all that. Um, but it, The donation is run through ActBlue. It listed 11 different organizations, Black Lives Matter, I believe NAACP, several organizations that are all worthy of donations. We were able to put in our total dollar amount and then let all of that get allocated to the um, different organizations. Through that link, you can also specify how much of your donation goes to which uh, organization, so you do have choice. Um, but we also wanted to include, cause not everybody can afford to donate and that doesn't mean there aren't things that we can do. Um, a link that has been going around that I saw in from many sources that I respect and trust, I have to look at it cause I'm gonna say the link wrong. It's uh, blacklivesmatter.card with two R's, C-A-R-R-D.co. And it's a whole list of ways you can help. There's petitions you can sign. There's Mm -hmm. um, things for texting or calling like government officials, donation links, more resources. And FAQ, if you are watching all of this unfold and you feel lost and you're like, I didn't didn't know. um, I think we all, come from a place, well, not all, but especially those of us who are white and do not live this reality, many of us come from places of just not knowing. And so this is a place where you can go learn about it. Um, So you don't have to necessarily have money in order to help or to educate yourself if you are confused and unsure and and don't know, don't understand what you're seeing. Um, So, and that's, and they, the person who set it up is, updating it pretty regularly. Um, My understanding is the person who set this up is a a teenage kid um, who saw a a way to help and put a lot of good information in one space. So if you can donate, great. If you can't, there are still other things you can do. And if there was ever any question and if we've pissed off anybody, I kind of don't care. Uh, We mean it when we say we want to be an inclusive, respectful, community and while we don't have any of the answers and we still have plenty to learn and plenty of things we can do better, we thought it was important to let that be known and make that clear. So whether you're watching or listening as things are unfolding now, or you come across this channel six months or six years from now, it's clear where we stand. So that got really heavy. (laughs) Um, Okay, and now that That was the serious bit and this Mm -hmm. really is a fun show. I'm very excited to be doing it. Um, We even have a sponsor of which I am very excited about. Uh, Our sponsor is Elegantly Owned. Uh, The owner of said company is Tayshu in the live stream. Hi Tayshu. Um, (laughs) So uh, here's the thing about Elegantly Owned. I'm gonna look at my notes because I don't wanna I don't want to fuck it up, (laughs) y'all. But I've been crawling all over the, it's an Etsy, he has an Etsy shop and I've been crawling all Mm -hmm. over it and I've gotten my hot little hands on some product. We'll be talking more about that in the next couple of weeks. Um, So we do have a link to the Etsy shop in the description box if you're on YouTube, in the show notes on, um, if you're listening through the podcast. Um, But if you search elegantly owned, all one word on Etsy, it will pop Mm -hmm. up. Um, The shop, sells collars, bracelets, anklets, locks, gorgeous stuff. And we just got our hands on it last night. Like the shipment came, the the box came in and we opened it up last night before we went to bed and I held it and I am gonna be trying some of it on. And it was beautiful just to yes. hold. So it's, so anybody who cannot has seen Mike, the collar I'm currently wearing, it did not come from Elegant Leone. it came from another shop. And I love it and I love the design of it, but if I have a complaint about it, it's a little too heavy. It's a little too clunky for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, From Elegantly Owned, they're really light. They're really delicate. Very um, intricate. Very intricate. Um, I do not have the description of the items in front of me because we are making a video on that, Um, but you can get multiple colors. Um, I've got some purple stuff. I've got some black stuff. I've got some pink stuff. Uh, waiting to show off, um, you can do custom orders, you can customize mm-hmm. the size. So anybody who knows me knows, uh, I've, I've talked about it before, I can't do a collar that's like a choker because that uh, triggers panic for me and anxiety. So I do something very loose, I could do that. Um, when I was talking to Tashu about, hey, what do you want to send? How do you want to do this? Well, you know, we'll try it out for you, whatever. Um, I was able to give the measurement of my ankle. So if you're like, but I have a really large ankle or a really small ankle and anklets don't usually fit me. haha. guess what? You can customize that. And then the anklets that um, we got in the mail, um, they're adjustable. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very exciting. If you are on the lookout for pretty BDSM jewelry, colors, whatever marks of ownership, um, check out Elegantly Owned on Etsy. Again, we'll have the links in all of the appropriate places. But if you go to Etsy and you search elegantly owned, all one word, it will pop up. I've done that several times now. (laughs) And (laughs) if you decide to make an order, use the code lovingbdsm15, all one word for 15% off. Uh, That coupon code is good until August 1st. So check them out, check them out, check them out. I'm so excited. I can't wait to do the video. Cause I like, I have like more detailed information. I can tell you all the like technical words. And I don't have that in front of me right now. (laughs) But the everything I've seen on his uh, Etsy shop is gorgeous. And then the fact that it's customizable and you can ask for specific colors or you can get a specific size, like that's really cool. Yeah. So we're so happy to be sponsored today by mm-hmm. Elegantly Owned. And now we're going to get into the episode on Mind Fox. <laughs> so, okay. Um, in my notes, I tried to make some semblance of sense of how to talk about this but um we kind of have to talk about what is a mindfuck, how they work, why mm-hmm. they work, um safety concerns. Yeah. But I can only really discuss them from the side of being a recipient of them uh, because I'm not good at this level of the word manipulation is very loaded. Yes, but let's it, be it very is. clear, it is a type of emotional and mental manipulation. Yes.
1: It, it is one that is done, first and foremost, with consent. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, you have to be wary of doing something like this because it is very easy to... Oops, excuse me. You got a bubble. Yep. Um, step on a landmine. And, and what I consider a landmine is, is some kind of hidden trigger.
0: Mm-hmm. And sometimes you won't know those things until you right. Hit so, it, so you
1: you kind of have to be prepared for that. Um, there is a big difference in doing a mindfuck in a BDSM DS um, aspect over just. M- fucking with somebody's mind.
0: Right, to get something that you want that does not serve a purpose, that harms the other person. Like, yeah, it can, Mm -hmm. I I guess we're kind of starting with some of the safety first because it can go really bad really quickly and it can be used against somebody in a malicious way that is not consensual, is not safe, right?
1: So I, I think that's really about...
0: So how would... I'm going to rely heavily on you for this one, because like I said, okay. I can only talk about being the recipient, mm-hmm. Um, for you, what makes a good mindfuck? How would you describe it, what a mindfuck is and what makes a good Well, mindfuck? it,
1: it, it, hmm. that to me is very broad. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because a, a mindfuck can be done without saying a word. Yes. Okay.
0: You just More. gave me a look and I wondered what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's you an example of a mind fun. So maybe that's where we should start. Is okay. Is that it is, we said it's a mental, emotional manipulation. Right. Uh, it does not require tools. It does not require toys. It does not require money to be spent on anything. No. Um, it is one of those ways to play that we... Re- Rely on heavily and advise a lot for people that want to play this way. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to keep a mindset, when you don't have a lot of privacy to get kinky, when you want to play in a new way, because you know there's been a lot of discussion lately on how the hell do we do spanking and keep it quiet. Yes. You know, and and until you find that solution, maybe you can play with mind fucks. So it is that. So okay, how? What makes a good mind fuck to well, you?
1: one, you have to know the person.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay? I mean, you, you really have to un- know their mind and understand how they work. And, and that's kind of, of what it is because, you ha- you know, the, the goal is to get a reaction. All right? Now, one, one of the, f- one of the f- more common things that I like to do, Kayla's least favorite toys are whips and canes. Uh-huh. All right. So, I may go into the bedroom, take out a couple of canes, take out the whip, lay them on the bed. Not say a word to her. Just lay them down there and walk away. And at some point, I know, <laughs> she's gonna walk into that bedroom and see those items there on the bed.
0: And I'm gonna start making assumptions. So I think the other side of it, yep, mm -hmm. from a submissive or bottom perspective is a thing is said or done or a look given. And I'm gonna respond to that based on my own assumptions, based on what I think and believe to be true about you, about the situation, about those items. Mm -hmm.
1: So, you know, basically what you're doing with MindFuck is you, you are stirring the pot of their mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it can be a very fun thing because she'll walk in and see those toys I will have not said a word to her but then through the course of the next couple of hours I will see how she is dancing on her toes <laughs> and and the looks I will get or the questions you'll get or the questions I'll get mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah you saw them all right the one the times that, the times that have surprised me though. so there are times when the implements of ass destruction get laid out i have thoughts about them either mm-hmm. i get really excited that can be part of the mind fuck a mind fuck does not have to be a negative thing or a torturous thing right i can get really excited about what i think is going to happen and usually then something will happen. Now, the other part of that, this is where the control and the dominance and the power tend to come in, is just because I had an idea of what I thought was going to happen, it does not mean that that's the way it's going to happen. I'm almost Mm -hmm. always surprised. But a couple of times you've put them out there, let me get myself mentally kind of like, what's happening, what's going on? Oh, he's gonna use that? Am I excited about that? I don't know. Am I not excited Mm -hmm. about that? I don't know. And then nothing fucking happens with them. I just put them away. Now you wanna talk about exercising your control (laughs) over another human being, mess with their fucking mind, which is why there's a huge responsibility in Mm -hmm. it. Um, You do have to stay within the bounds of what you know is acceptable to that person. Um, And like you said at the top, you can step on a landmine. You can accidentally trigger something you didn't know was there. Oops, everything has to stop at that moment. You gotta come clean. You gotta talk it through all of that. but especially now that we've been together long enough, you know how I feel about certain things. Yes. And so what he's doing is playing on the reaction he expects. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done something like that? Not necessarily with the canes or the whips or whatever, but have you ever started a mind fuck and I did not react the way you expected? Yes. How, can can, can I get an example? And how how did you handle that? How did, I'm not
1: wearing pants today. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be because my personality is such that I tend to be I either don't say anything at all or I'm very straightforward. I like I understand subtlety, but playing jokes on people, my brain goes bleh, 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 I bleh, I don't know how that works. So, for uh, podcast listeners, anybody who's joining late at the very top, a question was asked about whether we were wearing pants. And Jamie's like, "No." And I being <laughs> thick sometimes went yes you are and fucked up his moment right there <laughs> so he's trying to mind fuck the audience but let's let's pull this back into ds have you ever tried a mind fuck on me that was quite kinky
1: mm-hmm. and it did
0: not go the way you thought it might go
1: oh absolutely nothing ever goes can i give an example at the moment no, no. how no, do you but... feel
0: when that happens
1: um it, it can go from either, damn, I'm not trying hard enough. <laughs> or, okay, maybe I need to rethink this a little bit.
0: <laughs> so not much different from when you're doing a physical kinky activity and something right. doesn't quite go absolutely. the way you absolutely intend. Do mm-hmm. you have a favorite, either type of mindfuck or specific mindfuck that is either just your favorite from the past or one you like to kind of... Here's here's the thing, I let me interject this. Even though I know that he is the fucking king of mind fucks, I fall for them every time. <laughs> every time, every time, every time. I believe that comes down to the trust that we have developed when he and and part of it is is how I view the world. When you tell me something, I go, okay, that's what mm-hmm. that thing is. I don't always question it, especially from somebody I trust. So have to understand, he can do, he could tell me his top mind fuck of all time and then do it in two days, and I will not know I'm being <laughs> mind fucked.
1: Well, so very, very simply, one of my favorite ones, um, and we haven't done this in a while because we haven't played at this, but it, it's in regards to orgasm control, mm. more specifically, orgasm denial. All right, so you've been denied an orgasm, say, the last three, four days, but How'd you edging? Hey girl, how you doing? (laughs) Things uh, a little tense? (laughs) Feel like you're gonna maybe explode there or?
0: Which, and every time he's done that to me, it has been a while. I've gone, you know, I wasn't thinking about it until just this moment, thanks. Yep. (laughs) Hence why you are the king of mind fucks in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, because you've played on a thing that we've already done that's a physical act, and that mind fuck is just to remind me of it, to get me back in that headspace, to get me thinking about something. Didn't yeah. touch me, didn't issue a command, didn't. No. no. Just just asked a question. Mm-hmm. Do these, do do the mind fucks, are, are the mind fucks something that you plan, or do they kind of come to you when you see a moment of opportunity and go, ha let me jump on that?
1: Um. More often than not, it's it's a a golden opportunity that just presents itself. and, and it, it's one of those things that you know kind of gotta you know you, you kind of gotta be watching for these things because more times than not, the opportunities present themselves.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's, especially if you're thinking along those lines, like in the, the orgasm de- denial edging yeah. moment, you already know that you've set that emotion. Mm-hmm. So then you just sort of maybe wait for your opportunity, especially I always feel like, and I don't ever know if you do this on purpose or it's just great timing. I always do feel like you, get me going at a moment when my focus is anywhere but on us. Like when I'm mm-hmm. fully in, oh, this is our DS space kind of time. We're in our power exchange. I'm very much your submissive baby girl right now. You have mind fucked me and they work, but they they hit different when I am completely absorbed in some part of vanilla life. Like I, nothing yeah. kinky was on my mind at all. And you managed to say a thing, give me a look, ask me a question. I see a paddle on the bed and my mind starts turning and it's, it can be kind of jarring, mm-hmm. can be kind of abrupt, but those tend to be the most powerful because I just didn't, I wasn't expecting it. So I couldn't have even, like I've already said, I don't ever see them coming. I get caught up <laughs> with them every time, but like I wasn't even in, the, in that headspace. Now, have you ever tried a mind fuck when I wasn't in the headspace and ha- had it fail miserably? Is that when they tend to fail?
1: Yes, when more so when you're not in the headspace. Now, another one that I do love mm-hmm. that, that always works very, very well with you is we're doing a scene. And I'll take out the heaviest paddle I have.
0: The one that I know is going to fucking hurt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I will show you that paddle... And you will cringe. And you will shake your head. Like
0: sometimes I'll go, no, no, no.
1: And then I'll move around to the back of you.
0: Where I can't see you where anymore. Where you can't
1: see me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'll pull another paddle out of my pocket <laughs> and whack you with that. But you will still react <laughs> as if I hit you the hardest that I can with that big ass paddle.
0: And I have clear memories of being in scenes like that. And it is, it's a reaction I cannot help it. My mind expected something, my body got something different. My initial Mm -hmm. response is exactly like you say. And then I have very clear memories of like a second later being like, what, what the, what? What (laughs) just happened here, what? Or the other one you sometimes do is you'll take one that you know, can hurt and mm-hmm. that I don't want it to hurt. Canes are, you yeah. you do this a lot with canes. Mm-hmm. And you let me see it, you let me feel it. I know it's coming, I know it's coming, I know it's coming. And so then I tense. And then you go tap, 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 tap real light. <laughs> and then let us continue. I relax. I'm like, oh, look at him being nice with it. Look at, <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I have it then. And so they can be pure mental and emotional, but they can absolutely be combined with physical play. Um, I'm curious mm-hmm. for this. Does creating a mindfuck situation does it tap into your dominance or tap into your sadism? Both equally, or is there one um, more than the other?
1: I would have to say if I if I had to say one one more over the other. I would have to say more of my sadistic side.
0: Is it because it? So okay, can you talk about how that feels? Or like, I know you have this gleeful, like sadistic laugh and smile, which he's giving me <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> well, that's kind of what it is. Kind of like that. Ooh, if I do this.
0: Oh. <laughs> Look, <laughs> y'all hear? Do y'all see? The giggle. Um, have you ever done like a really, really intricate planned out mindfuck on me? If not, do you have plans I don't... for an intricate one? Hmm. <laughs> Which you won't tell me about. Hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, there could be something in the works. Oh, fuck.
0: And I'll be oblivious, and I'll be caught off guard. But, you know, do you? <laughs> I'm gonna keep going on with with the uh, the episode here. That's what we're gonna keep doing. So, in the past, though, have you ever done like, um, a really intricate one? Not even with no, me, just with no, no,
1: not not really, um, because it is to to me at least, it it is a a, a seize the moment kind of thing. Sure, you. To me, it, it's more of something that the opportunity presents itself and, and you know, kind of, kind of have to go with it. And, and that's how I see it. Now, may, will I maybe have an idea, hmm, I wonder what will happen if I did this? Mm-hmm. And then if I get that reaction that I was looking for, then it just kind of starts feeding on itself.
0: And then you just keep it going. Oh, What's hell yeah. What's the longest running mindfuck you've ever done? Um, Are we still in one and I just don't know? <laughs> 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 this whole relationship. <laughs> That's one massive mind mindfuck.
1: Um, I, would, I would think that, I, I think one of the better ones was when we lived in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Remember we used to walk? Several times around the complex. Yes.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: And that one night we were walking and just very casually, very... um, off the... off the cuff started talking about a spanking. Mm. Excuse me. And... It definitely perked your interest. And by the time we were done walking, you were squirming.
0: It's probably how you were talking about it. Exactly. Mm hmm. Yeah. So it's all your fault.
1: Of course it is. (laughs) And I was glad to do it. You're
0: welcome. (laughs) And you do it again in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yeah.
1: So, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I've known people that have kept them going for a day or more.
0: Do you think there's a point that it's too long?
1: Depending on what it is, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can, yeah. I can see from what I think would be my, my experience with it is if, let's say, like we talked about in an impact play scene, if you constantly faked me out show the big one use the little one mm-hmm. pretend you're going to do big going light if you did that every right. single time i'm going to adjust to that
1: sure and that's and that's why you don't do it all the time something like that you know like the the light taps tap 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 and wow. you know just when that, you know Ow. Yeah, <laughs> you know
0: and yeah what i have noticed you have you have two signature things you do when we do impact play scenes especially like we go when we can we go to a club and do it do that mm-hmm. Looking back, I do not remember a, t- a scene where you did not do the fake out of, ooh, it's a big thing, I'll hit you with the light thing, or you think I'll hit hard, I'm not going to hit hard. One of those two, mm-hmm. you do every time. I never see it coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Never,
0: never, never. Mm-hmm. And then you have another one, which actually is not a mindfuck. It's something I, like, I, i it is an it's not because what you've done is you've primed me to be ready for this thing that's really gonna hurt. And sometimes you deliver and sometimes you don't. The end of every scene, he ends them on an exclamation point.
1: (laughs) The grand finale, kind of like the fireworks. We go out with
0: a bang and it's usually a massive swing with a cane, but sometimes with a giant paddle.
1: Yeah.
0: And even though I know it's coming because it's how you end, it's how I know a scene is done, we're done. I am. I anticipate it, I dread it, I don't say no to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still like scream the rafters down or jump out of my skin every time. Yeah. But part of that, I think, I think that mind fucks can work in so many different ways because some of the mind fucks you do build anticipation. You deliver yes. on the anticipation, but you might make me wait for it. Sometimes you psych me out and you make me think a thing that is either not going to happen mm-hmm. at all or not going to happen right now. Um, we have had entire scenes and we've talked about these in the past. So for long time listeners and watchers, this won't be new information. We've had entire scenes where you never laid a hand on me. Right. The the one that always comes to mind because it was so powerful was the time with the belt. All you did was crack the belt.
1: All I did was stand behind you. You were bent over the bed. I took my belt, folded it in half and just stood right behind her and popped it.
0: Yeah. And it, I mean, I was a shaky, quivery, do anything you say, kind of mess. It was as, and I feel like I can say this as somebody who is both routinely on the receiving end of impact play and routinely on the receiving end of a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, that particular scene was as impactful a scene as pun intended <laughs> was as powerful as as a scene if you had hit me with that mm-hmm. belt if you had actually like wailed on me for a few minutes. I was, I didn't feel the pa- physical pain, obviously I didn't have physical marks, but the the way I was just sort of a limp noodle at the end of it, and mm-hmm. I was, you know, emotionally drained and I was squirmy and I was all of the I was f- sort of floaty, not a full subspace thing, but sort of floaty. All of those things still occurred. You never laid a finger on me, right? but you exuded dominance and your power and your control and you controlled that entire moment, like mm-hmm. from start to finish.
1: There, there was another time. Now, thinking about it. I, I did something close to similar. Had you come into the bedroom? Had you get undressed? Lean over the bed. There were a couple paddles laying on the bed. You were expecting to get spanked, weren't you?
0: Oh yeah, if I see that. All right. that, of course.
1: I just sat down. Mm-hmm. And watched you stay there on the bed, bent over, with the paddles next to you.
0: When you do stuff like that, like specifically that moment, are you waiting to see what I'll do or what will happen? Mm -hmm. Have I ever surprised you or disappointed you, either or? Um,
1: Disappointed, no. Oh, good. (laughs) No. Um, Surprise me in some cases? You always surprise me. You're full of surprises.
0: (laughs) yes but was it a pleasant surprise yes okay (laughs) i mean when you have done things like that are you hoping for a certain reaction or is it truly a i wonder what will happen
1: sometimes it's uh dip the toes in the water and see what happens
0: i can't live that kind of life on the edge i I need to know what's going to happen i need to have an expectation i'm so sorry that is why i could never do a mind um but in the times when you hoped for a certain reaction. Did you do you remember getting that reaction?
1: Most of the, with you, most of the time, yes.
0: Yeah, I'm very yeah. predictable. Mm-hmm. Very, very predictable.
1: Yes.
0: Um so yeah, mindfucks can be literally anything. We mm-hmm. could recount everyone that we can think of and it still doesn't even it's just the tip of an iceberg. Um, I think that what you said at the top is is the most meaningful part. You have to know your partner. You have to know what they like. You have to know what they don't like. You have to know how they typically react to things. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to have some understanding of them so that you can try to avoid things that will cause the opposite reaction you're looking for.
1: Um, And I mean, somebody brought up in in the chat about how, you know, they, they... they like a belt snap, but they have negative associations to an actual belt. Black, mm-hmm. and and that is more common.
0: Oh, for than, sure. Than
1: you know, and again, this comes down to um, you know knowing the person mm-hmm. that that you're with and what you can and cannot do. Uh, it's just like I, I, I know I, I, I knew a sub uh, years years ago. She loved belts, mm-hmm. okay, but she loved them in the aspect if you were to put it around her neck and use it as a leash, uh-huh. okay, you could bind her arm, bind her legs. She loved it, loved it, but because of a, a an experience from the past, if you were to try to hit her with the belt, it would be an instant trigger.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And probably a instant hard limit for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I, th- I think mind fucks can get better with time. So I think that you can absolutely in a relatively new relationship, a c- couple of first time scenes, you can play with mind fucks because you're playing with anticipation and expectation. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately that's what you're doing. So yeah, you right. you've negotiated the impact play scene and you know what tools you're going to use because that's part of what you've negotiated in this one-off scene, but that doesn't mean you can't maybe throw in some surprises. The, I'm gonna make you think I'm about to hit you real hard and I'm gonna give you a little tap. I'm gonna, you know, those kinds of things. The switcheroo, Mm -hmm. here's the one I'm holding, here's the one I hit you with. Yes, but for the more subtle ones, for the mind fucks that are the opportunities that you see and you take when they happen, I think those get better and easier, I would say, mm-hmm. um, the better you know your partner, yes. because if you have a, a, if you have an expectation of how they'll react to something, then you kind of know where you can play and where you can't. But just as with anything, we are constantly learning about each other. Even mm-hmm. now, I mean, there are, you know, things that set off my anxiety that I could not have verbalized five or six years ago. Sometimes I didn't know. So I could never have said, hey, 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 whatever you do, don't come near this. I have to go through it and realize it's a thing. We have to talk about it, and then he knows he's got to back away from that kind of thing. Right. Right. So the constant ongoing communication uh, makes that, I would say, probably easier Mm -hmm. over time. The level of trust that you develop with one another makes that easier over time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that... Not doing the same thing all the time. No,
1: no, <laughs> Keeps no. Them
0: fresh.
1: Yeah, you, um, you can't you cannot do do the same thing over and over and mm-hmm. over again. I mean, can you you know do something and you know get a reaction and make a mental note? Sometime down the road when you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you can. But I mean, you c- cannot do the same thing right. Day after I mean, day, because- after day and get expect you know, a, a, a newer, different reaction.
0: And because you know me, you know I will fall for every mindfuck you do. So you can do a mindfuck every day, I'm going to fall for it. You just couldn't do the same one every yeah. day or the same type. Um, and yes, it because it's about expectation and anticipation and knowing each other, um, podcast uh, listeners couldn't see it. And um, if you are watching the video later and didn't catch it, you fuck. You easily fucked with my mind without saying a word because you just gave me a look, and then I interpreted that look. So that's about me, not him. Mm-hmm. That look probably meant almost nothing. It probably had almost no meaning behind it. But one, he knows me, <laughs> <laughs> and two, you can't. You do kind of have a. a a repertoire of looks that you give as a big D. Like there's the raised eyebrow one, there's the scrunchy face one, there's whatever that one was, but there was a glint slash gleam in his eye and my brain filled in the gaps. And that's the other part of the mind fuck. The, the domer top instigates it, starts it, and then a submissive or bottoms mind fills in the blanks with based on your view of the world, what you expected, what you anticipate, what you want, what you don't want, what you're afraid of, what you're not afraid of. All the past experiences, every past experience you've ever had with that partner or anybody will help inform part, in some ways, part of how you react. And so then it becomes very complex. (laughs) (laughs) And so he gave me, you gave me that look and my mind went, is he being sadistic? Is he being funny? Oh my God, did I say the wrong thing? What was that? What? Uh, and then I have a much larger reaction to a very quiet, very simple look than I would have. And he gets the laugh because he's like, bitch, I was just looking at you. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know if you were thinking anything when you gave me that look. I made a lot of assumptions mm-hmm. um, that-
1: It would be like, if I were to say to a you, baby girl, I need to go to the bedroom, go in the closet, get out the rope bag, and bring me all the jute rope.
0: First, he'd have to remind me which one's the jute rope. But yes, and then, yeah. And you saying it like, I know what mm-hmm. you're doing, but you know what my reaction is? What? What's he gonna do with the rope? Is, it, is he gonna tie me up? What are we doing with the rope? Like my heart started beating a little faster. This is an example. This I've not been assigned to go get the rope.
1: Okay. You'd be waiting you go, here. You go bring right. me the rope. Right, but I'm
0: already, this is why they work so well on me. <laughs> Yeah, the questions are immediately in my head. Mm -hmm. What what are we doing with it? What's gonna happen? Why do I have to go get it? What if I get the wrong one? Y'all, and anxiety (laughs) is a real thing here. Okay, so I go off, I do the thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Here we go. Bring me the rope. And then you're you're sitting there and you're wondering, and you may even say, Daddy, we're gonna play with the rope. Thank you, baby girl. I'm just gonna condition the rope today.
0: He's done shit like that to me. Yeah, and and there's a part of me, like you could try to be a communication purist and say, well, wait, full communication. He could, one, I could have asked, and two, immediately, and two, good full communication would have been, he would tell me that he's going to condition the rope, but that takes the fun out of it. Like mm-hmm. it's not done in a harmfully manipulative way. This is not abusive. This is not a set me up to... You know, crush my emotions, hurt me, make me feel bad. It's done to play with my mind because he knows me. And of Mm -hmm. course I would start thinking and wondering and, you know, and then the laugh is it's there. It's switching up the expectation. Mm. Yeah, and I don't work that way. I'm I'm the over-communicator, so as I'm asking him the question, in the middle of asking the question, I'm telling him why I'm asking him the question yeah. and what response I'd like to get, all before I've gotten to the end of the question. So this is why I cannot well, do these things. See,
1: and, and that's why, too, sometimes, you know, if I were to say, baby girl, go get me the jute rope, and you'd be like, well, what do you need it for, Daddy? <laughs> Well, baby, What are we doing?
0: What's happening? What's...
1: Baby girl, that's not the point right now. What I want you to do is go get me the rope and bring it to me
0: which then you tap into my sub side, my submissive you know, service side. And I'm like, oh, oh, let me go run and do, let me go run and Mm -hmm. do. But the whole time now I still have unanswered questions and (laughs) I'm still curious. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, I think of mind fucks as something instigated by a dominant or top because it is to control in a consensual way, mm-hmm. the thoughts and feelings of the submissive or bottom. But I would be very curious to know if people have, who are submissives have successfully and consensually and in fun ways, mind fucked their dom or top. It makes sense to me that it could be done just mm-hmm. because any kinky activity can be done by either, slide, so, either side of a slash
1: or either <laughs> slide
0: of a sash, quite frankly. Um, <laughs>
1: Sashes do slide,
0: but you know. <laughs> um, words are hard today. Um, so it makes sense to me that it can happen. I mean, it's mm-hmm. logical. If, if a submissive sure. can wield a whip or a flogger or a paddle or pour hot wax on their partner or whatever, then of course they can. But those aren't the stories that we hear because it is so much, at least from my perspective, Mindfucks are so much about the power and control of the person well, Think all, if, if you
1: if you tried to mind fuck me, think of all the trouble you would get into.
0: Well, there is that. Also, yeah. it would never work. I, <laughs> I can't give you a look that, that I don't genuinely mean in order to get a reaction. I will either, I will confess or I will giggle. Mm-hmm. I'll give myself away. We've already established right. I cannot just ask a question because there's way too much to communicate about why I'm even asking the question in the first place. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have no doubt it it can happen. I just, partly because of for, through, through my personal lens, I cannot imagine it. And also when we talk about them, we absolutely talk about them from places of control. But I can imagine, here's where I could absolutely see it. If you are a submissive who happens to be topping in some sort of kinky fuckery and you play with surprise, then you've played with a mind fuck, even if you didn't classify it that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I made it sound like I was going to hit you real hard. Or, oh, you thought I was going to come in light, and I came out swinging. Mm-hmm. Like that to me qualifies. You set up the expectation for one thing and then t- turn it on its head. So your partner is surprised or think something's happening. That's not really happening. Right. Um, a common one, we have kind of played with this before. A common one is to emulate sensations when the toy or the sensation itself is a hard limit. So let's say somebody's like, I'm this way. You're not putting a knife anywhere near my body. You're not putting a blade. I don't do knife play. I don't do blood play. I I don't do it. Those are hard limits for me. Mm -hmm. But you can, as long as I consent to it, you can let me have the sensation of that or something close to it. And that still does require a conversation. What if we can have this scene, but I won't have a single knife anywhere near you? And that's I, all I know? I, 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 I might a, say yes to that. I,
1: I did a scene with her one time, and, and we talked about this extensively prior to me even trying this. Because it was a, a thing in regards to a, a very hard limit of hers. But what I ended up doing was, you know, heard it before, you know, we've talked about it. You've talked about, I've mentioned it, how knives are a hard limit for you. Yeah, I don't want to... You don't want anything to do with with knives. And one reason why I came up with the wooden knives. Right. That was for me, yeah. (laughs) Right. That was for you. And what I did... And I, I had actually read about this. I wish I could take credit for creating this, but I didn't. Um but it it was something that I read at one time and it stuck with me. And I'm like, mmm, okay. So what I did was, you know, like I say, we we, we talked about this prior for, for some time. So what I, I ended up doing was I basically Pretended that I was using a knife mm-hmm. on her. Now I had her over the bed. She was blindfolded, could not see. Um, I took a, a little uh, uh, finger bowl, lack of better words, and had it filled with warm water. Had an old credit card
0: mm-hmm,
1: off mm-hmm. to the side. She didn't. She didn't know it was there. And, and we were doing this thing, we're doing this thing, and I took the credit card, dipped it in the warm water, and then ran it down her back like it was a knife blade.
0: Yeah, and that was not a perfect one because I was primed to know it was not gonna be a knife. Yeah, And that is the downside to some of that, but mm-hmm. it was the only way we could play that way because that is a hard limit. Right. Um, but you can absolutely make one thing feel like another, uh, if you're playing within somebody's, if you wanna try something that hits a boundary, you have to talk about that first. Right. They have to know that you're not violating their yeah. limit. So I knew that was not a knife and that mm-hmm. was just enough for me not to completely fall into it, but the sensation was enough for it to still be a good scene. Yeah, um, There have been people who It wasn't a stated hard limit. The person didn't say, you cannot, you know, don't cut me, don't do this, don't do that. But it was something that they were nervous about. And they had that experience, because I probably in the same place you read this one, of using ice or um, the flat side of something that could feel like it's sharp or anything to create that sensation without actually drawing blood Mm -hmm. or using a blade on somebody or whatever. Um, Those things tend to be found in like the recesses of a community. life, old chat rooms, old websites where they talk a lot about edge play and how to even try edge play in a safer way. You will sometimes find those kinds of experiences um, and tips and hacks and tricks to create that scene for both you and a partner without using the most dangerous items there or actually mm-hmm. drawing blood like you might want the the experience of blood play without the blood um there are ways to do that and it all involves a mind fuck. you have i mean because you're swapping out all all of your tools you're using slightly different um skills and techniques mm-hmm. to set that scene and you have to get into the your partner's mind so that they believe it so yes. That's, you know, some some role play talk. that's certain word choices that's yeah, setting the scene. Absolutely. You do a really good job. I'm better at this when I read it than when I hear it cuz I get the giggles when <laughs> somebody role play talks at me cuz I'm like, mm, my no, my brain does not work that way. But when I read it, that hits me differently and then I can dive deep into that. So, you know, back, way back in the day when we were long distance, you would send me emails and texts like setting the scene. Oh
1: yeah.
0: And You know, my logical side understands it's not real. I'm just reading this, but I could envision it. And the moment I can envision it, then it feels real. Prior
1: to us visiting one another, I would build up a.
0: Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because but that also comes down to knowing me. You know. He's learned the hard way that if you try dirty talk with me, I might laugh. Like, there's certain dirty talk he can do, but there can't be the, we're in a dark castle. You're in the dungeon. I'm going to be like, no, I'm not. I can feel the bed under me. We're in the bedroom. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm annoying in those moments, and it's fine. Uh (laughs) Look, no partner can offer all things. <laughs> it's always going to be a disconnect. So I guess... Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they're both the simplest thing you can sometimes do, and they can be really complex. Yes. And I think you have to play to, If If you are going to uh, fuck with the mind of your partner, you have to play to your own strengths. You know, if there are things that you just don't work for you, then don't even try it. Because if it... Part of it is you've got to, your partner has to believe it. They you have to get in their head enough where they think what you're saying or what you're doing or what you're suggesting is plausible. Yeah. And if there's something you struggle with, like I think somebody said in the live stream chat that they struggle with sarcasm, then then don't play off of that. Right. You know, that's that. Go with what works for you, and as long as it's it works, you know, your partner has a good time, you have a good time, then it's mm. fine. But it it really can't be as simple for some people as a
1: look. Kind kind of the, the the big rule for comedians. Know your audience. Play your audience.
0: Mm-hmm. Also play to your own strengths. True. I mean, true. you know that you have the, the ability to give me a look, say nothing, and I have filled in all the blanks and confessed to five crimes I didn't actually do. Like, you know that about me. Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, but it goes back to what we said before. Good mind fucks work when you really know mm-hmm. your partner and you yes. know the, how they think and you have an idea of how they will react, you won't always be right. True. So, sometimes we can still surprise yeah. you. But that's what you play from. That's where, what you start with. But it doesn't It doesn't require any equipment. It doesn't require any privacy. You have fucked with my head in front of God and everybody. And they didn't have a clue, but I was the mm-hmm. one going, I'll look across the room. Oh, my favorite is because I, yeah, I'm i sure this has a lot to do with my own Southern upbringing and the way my, my family is and about some parts of gender roles will be across the room at a family gathering, it's been a while. You will give me a look. I'm interpreting that look as the submissive baby girl that I am, but somebody in my family is interpreting that look as, oh, you've made your husband mad. And I'm like, and we've done this all out in the open. Nobody has a clue that we just kinked up the, you know, family meal, (laughs) it's fine. So that's, they, when you find what works for you and in mm-hmm. your relationship, MindFucks can be great because you don't need anything. You just need each other. Right. And the ability to maybe have a quick conversation yeah. or give somebody a look mm-hmm. or a subtle question. How are you feeling there, baby girl? And I know what it means because I know what we were talking about in the car before we got there, you know? <laughs> so, but I think it's important to... Um...
1: Yeah, and, you know, the the thing with MindFucks, they are they are. Fun. They are a great way to uh, build anticipation mm-hmm. um, as a sadist to get their reaction. But, like anything else, you know, understand it can go too far. You have to know when to stop,
0: mm-hmm. if that be the case. Um, and submissives, some you sometimes have to speak up, even if yeah. you You might be in the middle of a mind fucking, not understand exactly where your partner's coming from because because it's a it's a consensual manipulation Mm -hmm. but if you don't feel comfortable if something if you're now panicky or if you feel really bad or it's a really negative emotional reaction you need to say something as soon as you can say something right as soon as you can't say anything in the moment you got to walk away from it Mm -hmm. but there have been times not in mind fucks but in other situations where something hurt my feelings and i just didn't have the ability to say it at the time i've come back later and that really hurt my feelings yeah i know that's not what you meant to do but that is Mm -hmm. what happened and so continuing to communicate good and bad through these things is what allows you to either realize where you can play with it versus where you can't what your personal limits are what's what works what doesn't you know, are there people mm-hmm. who probably don't do mindfucks at all? Absolutely. Of, of course there are, because it's, there's, it's not a binary. It's not a yes or no. It's, it's some, God help me, it's a shade of gray, mm-hmm. uh, but it is. So when things don't go well, sometimes the dominant or the top is not reading the room well. Yeah. And so you got to say something. I
1: I'm, I'm going to quote Uncle Ben here from Spider-Man.
0: Oh, I was like, uh, what does rice have to do yeah, with this? no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um, with great power comes great responsibility. And and that is um, more so important to understand when it comes to mind fucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, so it is important to consider yeah. safety. It is important to, so that means lots of conversations, lots of knowing your partner, under, talking about not just one time and then you're done, but ongoing through whatever form your relationship takes, talking about your hard limits, talking about your soft limits, talking about the things that you're not okay with that you versus what you are okay with. Um, mm-hmm. Trust is huge. A mind fuck works when we think we yeah. know what the other person is going to do or not going to do what they will do, what they won't do, how they feel, um, how they see things like that's, that's a level of getting to know somebody. And so yeah, they should not be done lightly. They can not be done easily. They can be done in small ways. Um, and that's, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's not consented to, then we, we're not playing anymore. No. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's plenty. Yeah. Um, I would encourage anybody, if you are watching on YouTube, either live stream or later, feel free to comment with maybe a favorite mindfuck that you've mm-hmm. experienced in the past, giving or receiving. Podcast listeners, tweet at us, DM us, message us, email, like wherever, wherever we're at, feel free. Uh, because there are so many different ways to do mind fucks. We can all probably, those, those of you who enjoy perpetuating come, them might think, learn some new things.
1: They come in many different flavors.
0: They do. They do. <laughs> so uh, I think that's it.
1: Are we good? Yes, we
0: do have a bonus section. Yeah. Gonna have to think of what the emoji is by the time that oh I know what the emoji will be. Um, okay, it took me a second. We will have an emoji of the week as well once again in the bonus section. Ha. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So are we
0: good? As good as we'll ever be.
1: All right. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all,
0: and we'll see you next week.
1: Yes, baby girl.
0: Can I talk to the crickets, please? Yes, you can. See, I waited for you to start writing it down. I, I
1: did notice that too, and, and you did it I'm, quicker. And I'm well. It was only a it was smaller set of numbers than usually is up there <laughs> at this point, but. Uh, And having it right in front of me helps too, that I don't have to look across the room.
0: Yes, and when we start talking about some of the other things, you're about to have that even better. So uh, the emoji of the week, and if you are not like, don't have a social media presence, you can slide into DMs and emails to send this Mm -hmm. to us. Um, I think it's called the solidarity emoji. It's the fist, but it's like that. That will be our emoji of the week. Okay. considering we had we had five minutes of, of very much like importance at the very beginning of this uh, episode mm-hmm. and and we'll we'll be in solidarity
1: and see i um, I, I think in a not um, intentional way i I think I've kind of messed with the Watchers minds because now they're all talking about how they'll never see rice at the family dinner the same way
0: uh, Yes, so if you are uh, If you're watching later if you're listening to the podcast when I Was thinking about rice when you said Uncle Ben um, I set off a stream of something uh, In the live stream chat uh, We have now kinked up the family meal So um, yeah. <laughs> I. It's funny. We have talked about mind fucks in so many ways over the years. It's always yeah. weird to me when we talk about something a million times, but we never have a, a, a standalone episode. Now we do. Mm-hmm. So yay. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Crickens, just a reminder, our episode this week was sponsored by Elegantly Owned. All the links mm-hmm. are in all the places that the links are, but if you're like, fuck it, I'm not going back for links, just search Elegantly Owned, all one word on Etsy. Coupon code is loving BDSM 15 you'll save some money. Um, so there's that, yeah. uh, a big thanks to Teishu, who is the owner of Elegantly Owned and is in the live stream chat. Hi mm-hmm. Teishu, um, and I'm getting all in the live stream chat, I'm getting all the solidarity, solidarity emojis, so yay. Yes. Um, so we have, we are in more chaos this yes. week than we were last.
1: Chaos personified.
0: But, but it is a good kind of chaos. Mm-hmm. Because our Ikea furniture order arrived on Monday. Yes. Three hours later than the window they gave us. Thank God right. we don't ever go anywhere. Um, and by the next day, by the end of the next day, you would put together everything but one item. Correct. And I believe you are holding off on that one item out of pure stubbornness. <laughs> which is humorous. Um, So in the office uh, that we are now in, we Mm -hmm. have all of our furniture items. None of them are where they go. And we are both just constantly looking at it going, we know this is progress, but this is very, very chaotic. Yeah, it
1: uh, there's two chairs, a table, a uh, a packing storage stand and a bookcase that is assembled Mm -hmm. and just set haphazardly.
0: Yeah, we um, are hoping by the end of this week to organize that. We also have more, we have equipment coming that will allow us to live stream and record audio in a production studio kind of area. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully by this time next week, next we will week be in the should, new setup.
1: I, I would like to have it it set up well before then, so that way we can kind of test lighting and different oh, things yeah. like that to oh, play yeah. with, so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, We have furniture all through the house now. I have my vanity, nobody ever said that was not the word to use, so I keep calling it a vanity in the bedroom. And I put my makeup on there today, sitting there looking at you my did. pretty mirror in my new chair. so exciting, it was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I have to go through boxes and boxes of things to. We have bookcases, and so now we actually have to put the books away. Yeah. On the bookcases. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, a I, lot. I,
1: I, the the quickest and easiest, I I set the um, bookcase in the um, living room where it is going to live, and uh, I've actually emptied a couple boxes and uh, put. Books on there.
0: Yeah, I saw that. It feels like a real bookcase now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's starting to come together. They're, Oh my gosh, I felt like I was. I, I I love IKEA. It's to me, it's like Legos for adults.
0: It is. You got a whole new little drilly thing too. Screw gun. Whatever. Screw gun. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I
1: pretty much screwed the day away yesterday. <laughs>
0: So we've already figured out we have nosy neighbors, which we've talked about in the past. And you were putting things together in the garage, which made total mm-hmm. sense, most space, blah, blah blah. And as you're putting things together, you were moving them to the front door and they just sort of sat there until we both carried them in right at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And all I can think is how many of our nosy neighbors, including the former owner next door, were peeking out their window, staring at our furniture. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna really be thrown off when the uh, donation place shows up on Friday to pick up all the stuff that's in the garage. Yes,
1: so much stuff in the yeah. garage, and and I'll be so happy to see that go because um yeah mm mm-hmm. hmm yeah.
0: So it's it, it, the chaos has a purpose. Mm-hmm. It will not always be this way. It is messing with my mind. It is totally messing with my mind. Um, and I can tell that the chaos is overwhelming us and messing with our minds because we got into an argument today about scheduling a pickup for another piece of furniture. You want to talk about nothing that is worth having an argument over. <laughs> We're fine now. Yes. <laughs> We're on yes. the same page again. We are. Um, but yeah, so I, I am ready to have everything set back up and to get kind of back on our typical schedule, um, that will be really nice.
1: We, we've um, just been told that we're apparently pronouncing Ikea incorrectly.
0: Hmm. Please, please, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, please educate us, uh, Queen Freya. Cause yes, right. I, I say Ikea cause that's how I've heard other people say it, but right. I know how uh, words get Americanized
1: <laughs> yes oh yes. yes 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 Yes. I'm
0: aware I'm aware
1: Yep.
0: oh now you have to google it now, huh? yeah
1: I'm, I'm, now I'm curious
0: <laughs> um what else it's been mostly furniture yep. oh we did get our new appliances um and the dishwasher does not work but it's not the dishwasher's fault it's something else's fault Ah. Oh, wow, well, you Googled, you gained you yeah. knowledge.
1: Apparently what? it's a, a long E instead of an...
0: Wait, a long E? Ikea. E-K- Ikea. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'll probably keep saying Ikea. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: That, does that sound more correct? Ikea? I- <laughs> an <Ikea.
0: laughs> So Ikea... We're all learning today, y'all. Right, we are all right, learning today. Right. Uh, I will probably have to be corrected at least a few more times. Um, <laughs> that is probably true. So yes, uh, the, um, the appliances arrived. Yes. They were delivered very quickly.
1: They were. They were. Very
0: early in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you muscled three of the four of them in. Correct. The dishwasher does not work. Dishwasher but it's not the dishwasher's event. fault. I yeah, think it's we're, the wire. We're, we're
1: not sure what's going on. Um, so we don't
0: have a working dishwasher?
1: Yeah. the um, and sad. And we're kind of wondering at this point because the original dishwasher there did not work. And... The owner... The, the original owner said she never looked into getting it fixed because she never used it anyway because for the longest time she was only just
0: By herself, by sure, it, sure by herself. Yeah.
1: So you know, we we just assumed it was Kaka. So we got the new one along with the appliances, we hooked it up and it still did not work. Now
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: right. um uh, we went through all the troubleshooting. hmm we, we did we, our due diligence. We we Googled it, uh, found several things about um, there being a demo mode and um, tried all the buttons. Apparently, even a Sabbath mode.
0: Yeah, sleep slash Sabbath mode. Yeah. Um, the demo mode, the control logs, the yeah. we played with all the buttons.
1: All that, so. and light comes on, but nobody's home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the little dishwasher that couldn't. So we, we are we're gonna have to uh dig a little deeper into that. The the refrigerator is up and going, which is very yes. nice. Uh, new stove is in place.
0: Gotta get the new microwave in place. Uh,
1: just be the new microwave that we'll have to get hooked mm-hmm. up the over the over the stove.
0: Our house looks more like today, right now this week, looks more like we're in the stages of moving than it did mm-hmm. the day after we moved in. Yeah. That's how chaotic it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm so yeah yeah x i'm not sure water pressure um i know there is water going from the tap there um
0: yeah we even checked to make sure the flood bloody blah was not like pressed where it didn't need to be right we um yeah
1: yeah so we'll have to
0: call in professional Mm
1: -hmm. help yep
0: I just want a dishwasher that works. It was so funny because we bought one of like the super, super quiet ones. Yes. And we go to, and it'll let you hit all the buttons and the the lights come on, the power comes on, it makes it sounds, it lets you hit start. You close the door because that's another troubleshoot. Make sure you close the door properly. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I cannot close this door any harder. The light comes on and it starts this hum and you're like, oh, it's going to start yeah. filling any moment. And it never starts filling. And then it, shut, it shuts off after a few moments, it just, and the light goes out. And before we realized what was happening, we we're like, this is the quietest dishwasher ever. Because it was turned off, <laughs> it wasn't actually doing anything. <laughs> oh my God. Uh...
1: Yeah. So that's that's kind of been our, our thing for the moment. But, um, you know, little by little, we're getting, getting things situated yes um I'm, I'm ready to deep dive and get this office
0: yeah, squared it's, away it's pretty bad yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be amazing it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be great i just yeah. yeah getting there getting there so if you watch the live streams or you come back ever come back later and watch the video hopefully uh next week it'll look
1: different a a and different. then of yes. course
0: i have to turn once we get all that set i have to turn my mind to backgrounds and what's on the walls and what, yeah. what is behind us when we are recording true i don't know yet yeah. okay i think i mean we're really boring right now speak for yourself <laughs> we're just no. talking about furniture <laughs> yeah. and appliances yeah. at least we're not talking about curtains any fucking more all i gotta say about yeah, that yeah right so. um but i mean yeah we don't have anything else really going on right now
1: the garage is full of cardboard.
0: And, and stuff that's going to get donated. Yeah. A, and a, a bike that needs to get back into the shop.
1: I know, yeah. I, my um, bike has developed a fuel leak. Um, I have not been able to trace it back to where it's coming from fully, other than it's coming from under the tank somewhere.
0: And the whole and, garage smells like gasoline.
1: And, uh, yeah, it, it's running down the, um, plug wire and drops down onto the engine head. So, yeah, there's no riding it. No. Nope. No. Nope, nope, has, nope. has
0: the motorcycle person called you back yet?
1: No, I'm going to try and get, get uh, back with him this afternoon.
0: Fun times! Mm-hmm. This adulting he, stuff is so fun.
1: He said texting was the best way to get a hold of him, so that's how I reached out to him. But
0: <sighs>
1: yeah. well, you know, I'm 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 glad that um, when I got the bike back, um, I was really tempted to hop on you know, we, we have a lot of roads that lead off into the country that go off to nowhere and it was very tempting to to wanna to hop on the bike and do that and something just told me no. And uh, I, I kept it, um, you know, close and just short little trips to, to kinda of get and I'm glad I did. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to to see. And Eva asked, "There, yes, the picture that's out there—that's my FetLife profile pic, and yes, that's the same bike,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: same bike.
0: Honda, Honda
1: Shadow, 2001 Honda Shadow,
0: which is also the same as our neighbor's bike, yeah? No, no, I thought he had a Honda Shadow. No,
1: he has a Harley.
0: No, I thought you said it was a Honda. Who has a Honda? Somebody had a Honda. You were talking about that. You're like, oh, I said
1: there at our old at our old."
0: Oh, is it somebody on the Old
1: Road? Old Road. I used to see them driving by.
0: On their Honda Shadow. On their Honda Shadow. Gotcha. I thought you were going to start like a a biker gang on on the street.
1: No, I'm a lone wolf. I ride alone.
0: (laughs) You do. (laughs) You do. (laughs) You do. So... I think that's... Yeah. I think that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. I, um...
1: Tayshu, I, I have found in the past every time I've ignored my instincts, it has um caused me more trouble. So I you I, know, you know when, when when I get a, a an intuition, a feeling like that, I, I kinda go with it.
0: Yeah, it's not um it's not always um the easiest thing to follow your instincts, but I have found that it has um Um what am I trying to say that it has never done me wrong. Yeah. The times that I have um stumbled the most or when I went against what my there was a part of me that was going, no do this, or I overthought it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one last thing, I think we'll make sure to talk about this next week because we have another shirt to wear next week. Um <laughs>
1: You for an excuse to touch your boobs again well
0: i don't really need an excuse this is a age-restricted live stream thank you very much not mm-hmm. an age-restricted podcast but you can't see me grabbing my boobs so it's okay um we uh by the time the podcast goes out we will have posted our us uh, wearing Picture of our shirts this week on Mm -hmm. Instagram. So if you're following us on Instagram, you'll get to see it. But if you're watching the video, you can see our shirt, and it came from Ignixia's shop. And Ignixia reminded me that her shop also has pride flag stuff, shirts, and face masks, I believe, if you need some face masks. Um, And Ignixia is really amazing about pride flags. It's not just like one style of flag, it's like all the different flags. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I want to put that out there. And we'll. Because you should show your pride all the time, but it is June. It is Pride Month. These things tend to be top of mind. So if you're looking for some pride stuff or some cute shirt stuff, podcast listeners, follow us on Instagram to see our shirt this yeah. week. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. there is that. We mm-hmm. have, I think, I think I have rambled off into an oblivion. Yeah. So we should probably go now. I think so. We love you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for for joining us being in our community. Um, Thanks for letting us ramble at you. Mm -hmm. Thanks for being here, whether here is the podcast or here is a video. Um, And yeah. And then one last reminder, links to everything that we have mentioned in this episode in any way, are either in the description box on YouTube or in the show notes. Yeah, there Mm -hmm. we go. Mm -hmm. We're good. Mm -hmm. I think we're good. Mm -hmm. Oh, we love you guys. We do. Bye. Bye.